Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. Welcome to a Saturday morning tradition, the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, a live stream available at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. If you don't have the app on your phone, it is so simple. Just go to the iTunes or Google Play stores, then search WSBT radio. Once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to our programming live also Our podcast can be listened to whenever you would like. Well, I hope your Saturday morning is off to a great start. Good morning. Darren Pritchett with you on WSBT Radio. Busy show this morning. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll take a look at the leaderboard at the Senior PGA Championship in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Once again, the major championship on the Champions Tour is at Harbor Shores, the Jack Nicklaus Golf Course. Some of the great golfers of all time participating in this major championship, so we'll check out who's doing what as we enter the third round today at Harbor Shores. Brandon Haney is the Senior PGA Director, and he's going to join me later on in the program to talk about all the things that are going to happen and have happened so far with this championship. Also, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, will talk about some of the new equipment in his pro shop at Blackthorn. He deals with TaylorMade, and they have that stealth driver that is available, new iron sets. So we'll talk some golf equipment with Tim coming up in just a little bit here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We begin this week's show with a look back at a major championship on the PGA Tour, the second major of the year. Scotty Scheffler won the first, the Masters at Augusta National, the second major this year at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the 2022 PGA Championship. We are so used to the PGA Championship being held in August. A couple of years ago, they shifted it to May, which makes a lot of sense. Now you've got the Players' Championship, Kind of that fifth major, some would say. That tournament takes place in March. Kind of the centerpiece of golf in the month of March. Then you get into April, of course. You've got the Masters. Now in May, the PGA Championship. The U.S. Open, a staple Father's Day weekend in June. And then the major golf season wraps up with the Open Championship in July. Phil Mickelson, the defending champion, elected not to play due to all of the, I guess, off-the-course controversies that have centered around him. I don't think he wants to deal with the media right now. So after that historic win last year in South Carolina, winning a major at the age of 50, Phil did not come back 
to defend his championship. And when this tournament started, it kind of looked like it was going to be Rory McIlroy's week. Rory has not won a major in a good number of years now, and he has been struggling putting up good scores in the first round. Well, at the PGA Championship, he got off to a terrific start on this tough track. He shot a 5 under par, 65, and he led the way after 18 holes. But unfortunately for Rory, he gave those strokes back, shot a 1 over par, 71 in the second round, and then on Saturday had a tough go, a 4 over par, 74. Now he battled back. He got to within striking distance on Sunday, but ended up with a two under par 68. McElroy, who led after the first round, finished solo eighth place as he ended up at minus two, which was just three shots behind the two guys who went into that three hole aggregate playoff, Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris. Mito Pereira, you could argue, gave this golf tournament away. Mito playing in just his second major championship, he admitted after the final round. At the start of the week, his goal was just to make the cut. Well, he found himself in the lead going to the final hole, the 72nd hole at Southern Hills. He pulled out the driver, even though there's trouble to the right. He was up by one shot. A bogey gets him into a playoff, a par. He wins a major championship. He pulled out the driver and unfortunately hit it to the right into a creek, and that resulted in a disastrous 18th hole. And Pereira not only watched that one-shot lead go away, he failed to make the playoff as he doubled the 72nd hole. Pereira on Sunday shot a 5-over par 75, finished at 276 in a tie for third place with Cameron Young at minus 4, one shot behind Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris, who took part in that three-hole aggregate playoff, a playoff that Justin Thomas won. He went birdie, birdie, par to win his second major championship. But Thomas was so far off the pace starting Sunday, I'm not sure any of the golf prognosticators even talked about JT, who had one major championship in his back pocket, He had won a previous PGA Championship in 2017. Thomas started the final round, seven shots off the pace. After a bogey on the third, he was eight strokes behind the leader, Mito Pereira. At that point, I can't imagine you feel like you're in the championship with a realistic chance to come back and win it. Because as a matter of fact, entering the final round, the greatest comeback in PGA Championship history was seven shots. JT was down by seven entering the final round. And he started to make some birdies, push his way up the leaderboard, and with everybody in front of him struggling, JT just kind of methodically worked his way up the leaderboard and into position to win this PGA Championship. Almost made a birdie on the 72nd hole that would have won the tournament outright, but Thomas got into that playoff with Zalatoris and just took control with birdie, birdie right off the bat, led by a shot going to that third hole and made a very nice par on the 18th to win his second major championship. But it was not necessarily a smooth week for Justin Thomas. Even though he shot 67, 67 the first two days, he entered the first round on Thursday, 
still looking for a couple of things in his swing so he would hit the ball a little more consistent. His dad, a PGA professional, is his coach. They worked a lot on his swing, and obviously it paid off as he opened up the first two rounds with three under, three under. He was at minus six going into Saturday when JT shot a four over par 74, and it looked like he might have played himself out of the championship. But going back to searching for the swing, and then he's eight back after the third hole on Sunday. How in the world did he turn it around? Uh, I mean, a lot of self-belief, a lot of patience. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't looking at leaderboards today. I was just trying to play golf. It kind of goes back to what I said on, uh, on Thursday of just not trying to play golf swing, not trying to play, you know, the field, not trying to play to a certain person, really just trying to execute each shot um, as well as I could. And then wherever it ended up, you know, just give my club to Bones and let's move on and try to do the best we can on the next one. And he did an unbelievable job of keeping me in the moment and keeping me patient today. And, um, yeah, I mean, it just is an unbelievable team win for all of us. There are a lot of professional golfers that tend to shy away from looking at the leaderboards on Sunday. They just want to focus on their game. They don't want other golfers or the leaderboard dictating what they're doing on the golf course. All these guys have a game plan coming into their 18 holes of golf, where they want to hit the golf ball. They see where the pins are. They strategize now. At times, you have to throw that game plan away. If you're a couple of shots off the pace with five holes to go, Rather than playing it safe, maybe you attack a very difficult pin. But JT used that thinking, you know what, I'm not even going to look at the leaderboard. I'm going to worry about my game. If I put together a good round, hey, we'll see what happens at the end of the day. And that turned out to be a pretty smart decision. I'm not saying he didn't feel any pressure on Sunday, but as he started his move up the leaderboard, I'm sure he was a whole lot looser than the guy's playing later as there was a lot of inexperience on the leaderboard in terms of winning or even contending in a major championship. So being eight down after the third hole, when did he realistically think he had a chance to win the golf tournament? Uh, as soon as um, I found out I was going to be in a playoff. I mean, I didn't, when I missed the putt on 18, I looked at the leaderboard in regulation. I looked at the leaderboard and saw and I had a pretty good feeling that that, that putt was pretty important. Um, I had a really good putt, just hit it a little, little too hard. Um, but I didn't know what the score was going to be. I mean, I knew – I kind of looked la- – I, I looked at the leaderboard last night, just kind of looked at – surveyed it, just, I guess, took one last look at it, if you will. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of great players ahead of me, but it, I know that they hadn't won a major before. And um, I know it, I hadn't won in a while, but – I just I remember how tough it was, and I remember how tough it is now to win. So I knew I was going to be nervous, and I knew that they'd be feeling the exact same thing. So I felt like I probably needed to get to six or seven to have a chance, but um, but I also didn't know. I mean, I just as well knew two or three could be in a playoff. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, just glad I stayed patient and kind of went about my about my way. It is ironic with Phil Mickelson being the defending champion When Phil won his PGA Championship last year, it was his second Wanamaker Trophy and his sixth overall major championship. The first five major championships with Bones Mackay 
as his caddy. Now, his brother caddied for him last year when he won the PGA Championship, but Bones and Phil go way back. They were a dynamic duel for so many years on the PGA Tour. Well, Justin Thomas has hired Bones Mackay, and apparently Bones had a few things to say to him Saturday night after JT posted that full over par 74. Yeah, he... um... I mean, I, I'm fully confident saying that I, I wouldn't be standing here if I, if he didn't give me that. Uh, wasn't necessarily a speech, but a talk, if you will. And I mean, I just needed to let some steam out. I needed, I, I didn't need to bring my frustration and anger home with me. I didn't need to, to leave the golf course in a negative frame of mind. Um, and I just went down. I mean, I played played pretty well yesterday for shooting four over and I, I felt like I'd played terrible and he was just like dude like you're you've got to be stopping so hard on yourself you know you, you're in contention every single week we're playing um I've had a lot of chances to win tournaments and it's a hard golf course it's a major championship like it doesn't have to be you don't have to be perfect and just don't be hard on yourself just kind of let let stuff happen and everything is trending the right direction so just keep staying positive so that good stuff can happen and um, I mean, I I left here in a, in an awesome frame of mind. I mean, it was very. I was. I think the last player here was like this out right now. I mean, it was so peaceful. It was. It was almost kind of eerie how beautiful it was outside. And I just was. There's not not very many times after shooting four over on uh, on Saturday of a major, I I left in as good a frame of mind as I have. Well, those of us that are just regular old golfers or maybe weekend golfers, you play with your buddies. Maybe there's a couple of bucks on the line each hole. Maybe your buddy triple presses you on the 18th hole trying to win some of his money back. And, hey, we feel a little pressure. We get that little itchiness in our throat or your hands get a little sweaty. What about JT trying to win a PGA championship? Uh, well, again, I didn't look at a leaderboard, so I didn't know where I necessarily was. I think uh, when I made the birdie on 12, I could just there's just different roars, different um, different energy that you can feel sometimes, and and I I felt that that one was pretty big. Uh, I didn't hit a very good wedge shot in there, and but I left it in a good spot and, and was able to make that putt. And I could just kind of feel the energy. I got a little bit of goosebumps when that went in and, and just like, all right, like this is, I don't know where I'm at, but I, I'm, I'm in striking distance. And uh, so that was, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was obviously nervous. I mean, walking up 18, I wanted to make that putt, but um, you know, you, you'd like to have a little straighter, easier uphill putt than a, you know, a putt breaking a foot and a half, two feet, going away from you, but uh, it all worked out just fine. I mentioned a moment ago a lot of inexperience in these final groups of the PGA Championship, and you saw a lot of guys struggling. Hey, that's normal. There is so much pressure with this opportunity to win a major championship and all of the perks that come with it. Justin Thomas was the only player in the last seven groups to finish under par. Now, it probably helped he was so far back that he didn't necessarily have all those jitters that some of the guys in the final few groups had. But still at the same time, he was the only guy under par in the final seven groups. So why exactly was that the case? I would say I would say the golf course and and the wind probably you know, eighty percent and I would say the difficulty of winning a golf tournament in a major twenty percent if I had to put a number on it. Um 
I mean, it, it was tough. Again, the north wind just made it a little bit more difficult, and, and it was kind of switching a little bit to east. or It was northeast, but it kind of was getting a little bit more easterly, so having to try to factor that in. And um, it just, it's just it's a simple thing, like a little hole, like drivable on 17. If you obviously you hit a great tee shot, you hit it where you want to go, then it, you know, you're looking at birdie. But if you maybe double cross it over in the, the back left rough, or if you kind of heel one and it kicks down in the hat, like it, there's so quickly out here, can a birdie hole turn into a salvaging for bogey? And um, I think that's just why that's one of the reasons I love this place when I first came here. I think it's a great major championship venue. Finally, for Justin Thomas, winning a second PGA championship put on by the PGA of America. Extra special for JT and his family as Justin Thomas's grandpa and father, PGA professionals. Yeah, it's very, very special. I'm, I'm pleased. And um, I mean, I, it, <laughs> at this point, any of them is, is great. I, I'm, I don't care which one it is. I mean, you're. You know, as Tom Brady always says, your favorite Super Bowl is your next one, and that's that's what my favorite major is. And at this moment, it's it's definitely this guy right here. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it would. I'm looking forward to talking to my grandma. Um, I'm sure she was watching, but um, but yeah, I know you know somewhere up there, Grandpa was definitely watching today and pulling for me. And uh, it's 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 very very cool to be able to share this moment with my family. So the first two majors of the year in the books, both won by American Scotty Scheffler at the Masters, Justin Thomas at the PGA. Up next, the United States Open Golf Championship at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, June 16th through the 19th. Brookline may be a familiar golf course for many diehard golf fans because that was the site of the Battle at Brookline, the 1999 Ryder Cup going into Sunday singles. The European team led the Americans 10-6. to Ben Crenshaw was the captain of the American team. Saturday night made the comment to the media, he's got a good feeling about tomorrow's action. And he was right as the Americans rallied to win 14.5 to 13.5. It was a crazy, crazy Sunday, there was allegations of marshals cheating for the Americans. The fans were raucous and taunting the Europeans. And the Americans also celebrated what looked to be the winning putt and ran on the green before the Europeans had a chance to putt. There was a lot of anxiety on Sunday as the United States rallied to win that Ryder Cup over the Europeans. 14 and a half to 13 and a half. Now, the Country Club will host our Championship of the United States coming up again June 16th through the 19th. Coming up in just a couple of moments, we'll check the Senior PGA Championship leaderboard up at Harbor Shores in Benton Harbor, Michigan. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The Corona Premier Golf Show rolls on on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT Radio app. My name is Darren Pritchett. Hope your Saturday morning is off to a terrific start. We're very lucky once again to have a major championship in our area Coming up today, the third round of the Senior PGA Championship presented by KitchenAid at Harbor Shores in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Going into this week, and hopefully the weather's a whole lot better, it was a rough go 
yesterday afternoon. If you played early, you had a major advantage over the competition as the rain and the wind came in for the second wave golfers. And two guys that got out early before the ugly stuff Two players at minus eight who shot 134 the first two days. In fact, they're kind of matching each other. Canadian Stephen Ames went 68-66. American Scott McCarron, 68-66. They have plenty of time to talk about their success because this week at the Senior PGA, they're living together, they're having dinner together, they're going to the golf course together. McCarron's group played right in front of Ames's over the first two rounds. So, yeah, they've been two guys that have not been separated the last few days. And so I'm sure dinner tasted pretty good at their house last night with both players sitting at eight under par, 134. So a unique situation. Two players living together this weekend right now battling for the championship. Ames is 58 years old, one of the better Canadian players. He had a tie for fifth in the 1997 Open Championship, a pair of tie for ninth place finishes at the 04 U.S. Open and 04 PGA Championship and the 06 Masters. He finished in a tie for 11th. 13 pro wins for Ames, four on the PGA Tour, and he has a couple of victories on the Champions Tour. He is looking for his first major championship. McCarron had a serious injury to his ankle, which required the doctors to break his foot. And it took quite a bit of rehab. Apparently, McCarron says he's finally turning the corner. He's feeling good. And it shows shooting 68-66 the first two days up at Harbor Shores. McCarron's 56 years old, 20 pro victories, three on the PGA Tour. Now, he's had a lot of success on the Champions Tour with 11 victories, including a major championship win at the Senior Players Championship back in 2017. On the regular tour, his best finish in a major three times he finished in a tie for 10th at the 96 masters the 97 pga championship and the 97 u.s open so mccarran a great opportunity for a second major on the champions tour bernhard longer this guy is an absolute machine he is 64 years old and still playing as well as anybody on the champions tour the german star has shot 68 and 68 over the first two days. He sits at minus six, two shots in back of Ames and McCarron. Longer has 119 professional victories. Incredible. Three on the PGA Tour, 42 European Tour victories, and he is tied for the second most Champions Tour victories He has 43, including 11 senior major championships. He has won one senior PGA championship. That was in 2017. He won a pair of majors on the regular tour. He's got a pair of green jackets at the Masters in 1985 and 1993. What is remarkable, he has admitted on three different occasions he has had to overcome the yips, unable to have a steady putting stroke. But each and every time he's figured out a way to overcome the yips, he gets the golf ball into the hole at an amazing rate. And the 64-year-old Longer has a chance for his 12th senior major championship this weekend as he sits right now at minus six after back-to-back 
68s. Absolutely incredible. Ernie Els is 52 years old. 74 pro victories for Ernie Els, including win a pair of U.S. Opens in 1994 and 1997 and two Open Championships in 02 and 2012. Els is 52 years old, and right now he sits at five under par at the Senior PGA Championship with a score of 137. Another player to watch this weekend. Hopefully good weather this weekend for rounds three and four of the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores up in Benton Harbor, Michigan. We've got more golf talk coming up. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on your home of the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. From broadcasting CBS Big Band shows, soap operas, and game shows back in 1922 to being your home of the Fighting Irish in 2022, this is Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on this Saturday morning on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett, Tim Firestone is the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. Recently, we sat down and talked about some of the new equipment available in the pro shop at Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. Well, Tim, I know in the wintertime, the golf shop becomes a place where you can get some instruction out at Blackthorn Golf Club, but now we're getting into the swing of things with summer right around the corner. I know you've mentioned that golf sales of equipment at your place has been really incredible the last few months or maybe dating back to last year. It's kind of interesting with golf equipment. We've talked about it on the program. You know, there are some parts of golf equipment that can get very, very expensive, but you've said you've seen a surge right now in golf equipment sales at Blackthorn Golf Club. Yeah, and I... um it's not getting cheaper. I'll tell you that the prices <laughs> continue to go up and, uh, the, uh, the demand continues to go up uh, as well. Um, it, you know, a lot of these drivers are $600 now. Um, and you're, if you're getting a brand new set of what I'll call premium irons, you're close to $2,000, you know? So it's, it's definitely, uh, <laughs> an investment, but I, I just think that, the ability to custom fit people and to have uh, the technology uh, that we have um, with uh, our Foresight Golf and, you know, some courses use track maintenance, but to be able to show the golfer how much improvement they can get with the right shaft and the right head, um, I think it just shows you how much people are willing to buy a game of golf. So um, I think that's really um, what's driving it more than anything else is the ability to to actually let the golfer see the numbers of of how much straighter and how much longer they can hit with technology. You know, Tim, I know there's different levels of prices, and let's use drivers as an example. You mentioned some of the premium drivers are close to $600. 
But do you truly get what you pay for in terms of improving your game and the forgiveness in some of these drivers? I mean, you can buy a driver for $100, $150, but, I mean, Tim, there's a big, big difference. When you get those premium drivers we're talking about, they can make a difference, correct? Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have the success they have if a $150 driver was performing the same way, you know, so it has to perform better. Um, and, and even now, I don't know, it's I mean, $150 driver. You're really going down the, you know, to the bottom of the barrel. Um, so, uh, no, I mean, and I think, you know, all of them, the, the major club manufacturers are kind of in that same price zone, whether you're with, you know, Titleist or TaylorMade or Callaway, they're all kind of in that same price point of 500 to $600 for a driver. We say this every year, Tim, but I know there are still some people that don't take this advice, and it's very important advice. Don't just buy a golf club off the shelf and then take it out and start playing with it because there's a 99.9% chance that golf club doesn't truly fit you. And if you get the golf club fitted to you, then you're going to get the most out of what you're putting into your golf game. It just makes a whole lot of sense to take the time in order to get fitted properly, which I know is something that can happen out at Blackthorn. Yeah, I think, you know, I had this discussion last week with, with one of our members. Is, uh, you know, I don't care. Just whatever one, grab, grab me which one you think is going to be best. And I was like, look, you know, it, it'll take you 10 or 15 minutes to hit a few balls with Randy or Matt, and they'll be able to tell you exactly what you need. So I think some people think it's like you're just going to be too cumbersome to take the time to do it. But, you know, be patient. Spend 15 minutes and get the right shaft, um, you know, the right head, the right grip, and um, you'll be some, you'll be, you know, so happy you did that. The other thing that um, I think is uh, something that's kind of driving um, people's satisfaction is that if uh, we fit you um, uh, to a, 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 let's say a regular shafted, you know, 60 gram, whatever shaft. And let's say you play a year and you get better. And now you're, you have more club speed, you know, your swing changes. I mean, then, you know, you can swap out the shaft because these drivers now, you know, can be interchanged with different shafts. So you can keep the head and switch your shaft out. So um, I think that's a great uh, selling point uh, as well. Tim, I know TaylorMade is the manufacturer that you carry out at Blackthorn Golf Club. What's new in terms of TaylorMade Golf this year? Well, I mean, I think if you uh, have had a chance to watch any golf on TV this spring, they've made a big push. Um, and, uh, and Tiger's hitting a new driver as well. It's called the Stealth uh, line, both um, Fairway Woods driver, and they have Stealth irons as well. Um, and uh, having some uh, terrific results. I think DJ was carrying it another like eight or nine yards further than um, the uh, Sim 2 uh, from last year. Um, so they're definitely having some success uh, with that line uh, of products. So um, it's uh, Taylor May spends a lot of money on the tour, obviously, uh, with 
all of their players, but uh, when they can win with them, um, uh, that really helps, I think, with sales and popularity of, of the line. So um, we've gotten to the point with, uh, with our guys, with Matt and, and Randy, who are instructors, where we now have um, a Tylus fitting cart as well as a Callaway fitting cart um, for people to come in. And so we will be able to help you with any of those lines depending on what you'd like you can try some different some different options so it's not just uh with Taylor but we've got several lines to choose from I think Tim back when I started playing or maybe the last time I got irons it was pretty standard you got three iron through pitching wedge when you bought an iron set but it, it seems like now there seem to be more options where you could go four iron to sand wedge or five iron to maybe a couple of different wedges. Is there more flexibility now in terms of what you want in your iron sets? Because there are some people that just feel like they can't hit three and four irons well enough that they'll maybe go to a hybrid wood to take their place. Yeah, the days of people ordering three three iron to pitching wedge are her. I wouldn't say they're completely over, but it's very unique. Most are, you know, four iron through either uh, like that gap wedge, that 52-degree um, uh, wedge, and then they'll add in, you know, a hybrid or two along with the three wood and a driver. Um, there's still a few guys that hit three iron, but very, very few. Um, so we're seeing more and more uh, four iron, you know, through – that uh, gap wedge or sandwich. So you're exactly right. Um, and the other thing is, you know, if you remember, if you go back to the, in the days where, you know, Bobix and some of these big golf shops, they would have 500 sets of clubs like on the wall. <laughs> and there was no custom fit and there was no, I want this iron, not that iron. You bought three through fishing wedge. You didn't have an option where everything we're doing today is being custom built or the golfer, um, and they're able to pick out whatever the heck they want. So much more flexible in this day and age. Do you think those hybrids give golfers a better chance to have success on long-range shots? Oh, there's no question. I mean, I, for, I don't carry a three iron. I have, you know, I carry a hybrid. Um, it's, uh, I think it's really helped the game of golf. Uh, especially for the older players uh, who are looking to get a little more height on the shot. I mean, to hit a three iron up in the air like you could with a, you know, a four hybrid or a five hybrid, um, there's, there's just no chance. So I would say uh, the hybrid's been a, a, a huge benefit for the game of golf. Tim, if people want more information on the products you have out at Blackthorn Golf Club, what number can they call? 232-4653. Uh, they can check out blackthorngolf.com and our Golf uh, Academy uh, page from there. Uh, we'll link right to it. The tailor-made stealth drivers become very, very popular with golfers just like you and me, plus PGA Tour professionals like Masters champions Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Daniel Berger, and DJ Dustin Johnson. For more information, go to blackthorngolf.com. Coming up next, you'll hear from the director of the Senior PGA Championship being held this week 
at Harbor Shores in Benton Harbor, Michigan. His name is Brandon Haney. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Call letters WGAZ, the world's greatest automotive zone. Now, we're your home for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame and the best sports talk in South Bend. Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Celebrating 100 years of broadcasting in 2022. And welcome back to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, a live stream available at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. Good morning, Darren Pritchett with you. We wrap up the program this morning with a little more information on this weekend's Senior PGA Championship. We've been talking about the major championship at Harbor Shores up in Benton Harbor this weekend. Round number three today, the final round, will take place tomorrow. Recently, I had the chance to talk to Brandon Haney. He is the director of the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores, and we talked about this wonderful event back in the Michiana area. First off, we just have to start with the fact that the Senior PGA Championship and Harbor Shores and the Benton Harbor community, Brandon, it's been a great team for many, many years. Now, why has it worked so well? Uh, we, we have a great team that, that puts together these championships, a great sponsor in KitchenAid uh, that helps us conduct this championship, but a great community. And it really, uh, it's so special to see the businesses and the community members come together for this championship. The great thing about the Senior PGA Championship, Brandon, and there are many things, but what stands out for me, you watch the PGA Tour on television for many, many years, and we see all these great golfers, and now they graduate to the Champions Tour, and they battle for this particular championship. There are so many recognizable names in your championship. Give us a sample of just some of the great golfers that our spectators will be seeing in person up at Harbor Shores. Absolutely. Our field this year is fantastic, and it being the fifth time we've hosted here at Harbor Shores, uh, I can confidently say this is the best field we've had yet. Uh, Currently in the field, we have 26 major champions, 11 former Ryder Cup captains, guys from John Daly, Fred Couples, Darren Clark, Ernie Ells, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, B.J. Singh. I mean, the list goes on and on. So from top to bottom, our field is very, very strong. Brandon, put it into perspective for our listeners and our golf fans, the importance of this golf championship, not only to the PGA of America, but to the participants that come to this event each and every year. Yeah, it's a, it's a, from a PGA of America perspective, it's very special that we're able to be a part of something a little bit larger than golf and, and hosting the championship in this community. Like I said earlier, it really is that, that community event. We, we do a lot more things outside of golf uh, that really kind of engage the community and local businesses. So it's important for us to be here, but it's also important for the community to have us. Brandon Haney is our guest, the director of the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores in Benton Harbor, Michigan, May 25th through the 29th. Let's ask a question on behalf of golf fans that maybe have never been to a golf tournament in person. Brandon, there's a lot of ways to enjoy the golf tournament, sitting at one hole, maybe following your favorite golfer. For someone that is going to a golf tournament for the first time, could you offer a suggestion of possibly the best ways to enjoy this championship? 
Yeah, and it's, there's truly something for everyone at our championship. For for someone who really wants to come and watch some of their favorite golfers, like the guys I just listed, uh, the opportunity to watch them up close is fantastic. We have great great viewing opportunities on the golf course with um, bleachers and, and other uh, venues on site. But then for, for people who really want to come out and just enjoy everything else going on at the event, we have uh, our our Pure Michigan Championship Courtyard, which is our main entrance to our championship, will host facilities like the KitchenAid Fairway Club, which, in my opinion, is the best activation in all of golf. The KitchenAid team puts on a fantastic show in there with a demo kitchen, all their products on display. We're bringing in celebrity and local chefs that will do demonstrations throughout the week. We'll have our community showcase, which will really highlight the live, work, stay, and play themes of Southwest Michigan. We have our YMCA Kids Zone. We're, we're thrilled to be partnering with the local YMCA and Curious Kids Museum to give an opportunity for families to come out. Uh, our policy is uh, junior tickets, so anyone under the age of 17 is allowed up to four juniors per ticketed adult. So really a, a family event there, but an affordable uh, opportunity for families to come out. And then uh, the very popular Maker's Trail 19 pole, which is an upgraded spectator ticket. We have the facility on 17 Green, fantastic view of golf, but also uh, gives, gives those ticket holders the opportunity to taste Southwest Michigan as we've partnered with six local breweries, wineries, distilleries. We'll have cider in there. So really the opportunity to kind of see what some of the, the local businesses are and give them some of that spotlight as well. He is Brandon Haney, the director of the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores in Benton Harbor, Michigan, the championship May 25th through the 29th. Brandon, since you're talking about all those opportunities, why don't we go ahead and pass along how people can get tickets for this championship? Absolutely. Tickets are still available on our website, srpga.com. I encourage everyone to come out. Like I said, there's really something for everyone out here confident. Uh, anyone who comes out will have a good time and really find something to do out here. So srpga.com, everything from uh, ticket opportunities to even if you already have a ticket and you're just looking for some of that last-minute know-before-you-go information, all of that can be located there on srpga.com. Brandon, I think most people that follow golf are familiar the the rounds of the championship and the final round, of course, is on Sunday. But what about the practice rounds? I think those are always kind of interesting, a chance to see these guys a little more laid back. They're not as, as locked in as when they're in the championship. Can people go to the practice rounds, and what could they expect if they took advantage of that opportunity? Absolutely. Wednesday, May 25th is a practice round. Uh, available uh, that day so anyone with a flex ticket can come out um, and see kind of the guys as they're putting on their final preparations for our major championship. And I think one of the best places to go is the driving range, Brandon, because I know at Harbor Shores there, the ropes and the seating area is not too far from the golfers, so you get a really good perspective. It is truly that front row seat when they're on the range. We have a our driving range at the tee box is about 100 yards wide. So we, we get everyone really close, and again, it's that great opportunity to get up close to uh, some of your favorite golfers. Brandon, with your connection to the PGA of America, just want to ask you about 
in your opinion, the state of golf? I know here in the South Bend area, we have a couple of championship golf courses that we take advantage of. Warren and Blackthorn are a couple, and these golf courses are jammed the last few years. Golf has been really going strong here in our particular area. In the United States, are you seeing golf as strong as ever? Absolutely. And that's the beautiful thing about hosting our championship here at Heather Shores. It's a major championship venue, but it's a public golf course. Anyone can come out and play this golf course. And it is a shout out to the superintendent here, Matt Ballrath. He and his team have Harbor Shores in fantastic shape right now. So definitely encourage people to come out and check out Harbor Shores after our championship. And finally, just want to ask you, I, I was looking up some information about you yesterday. You've spent some time at the Ryder Cup. What is the Ryder Cup like? We watch it on TV, and I think we can feel the excitement. What's it like in person? Yeah, I had uh, a special opportunity of working the Ryder Cup over at Whistling Strait last year as the operations manager. It's spectacular. And that, that event is uh, should be on everyone's bucket list. <laughs> it is uh, quite fun and to see those guys compete in the and the team format is, is fantastic. Brandon, why don't we just go ahead and pass along the dates and the important ticket information if people want to come see the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores. How can they do so? Yes, tickets available at srpga.com. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be open a couple weeks here, May 25th to the 29th. So hopefully we'll see everybody out here. And if, if everyone can help us keep the weather nice that week, we would. Very much appreciate it. Well, it is a beautiful venue at Harbor Shores, a terrific place for a major championship. And, Brandon, best of luck to you as the director of this tournament and the entire PGA of America as you put on this major championship once again in our area. We are so happy you guys continue to come back to our area. It is a joy to have it here. And best wishes on a terrific tournament, May 25th through the 29th. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. My thanks to Brandon for joining me here on WSBT Radio. For more information on this major championship, you can go to srpgachampionship.com. That's srpgachampionship.com. That's going to wrap up the Corona Premier Golf Show for this Saturday. Hopefully you find a little time to get out to the driving range or possibly playing 18 holes this weekend. We thank you so much for joining us. And we'll be back next week with another installment of the Corona Premier Golf Show. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.